This is the Barbecue Central Show podcast being generated from a live recording of the Barbecue Central Show, which airs at thebbqcentralshow.com every Tuesday between 9 p.m. and 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Barbecue Central Show being brought to you by the Barbecue Guru, makers of automatic pit temperature control devices. Visit them at thebbqguru.com or call them 800 800- 288-GURU. And by Tasty Licks Barbecue Supply, sauces, rubs, grills, smokers, everything for the outdoor chef. Visit them online at tastylicksbbq.com or call them 800-677-2882. And by Butcher Barbecue, manufacturers of premium injections, rubs, and sauces. Visit them online and take full advantage at butcherbbq.com. And by Stephen DeFranco Jeweler, official jeweler of the Barbecue Central Show. Visit them at stephendefranco.com or call 440-943-2700 and use keyword Barbecue Brother to receive all the discounts. And by Green Mountain Grills, one of the country's premier pellet grill manufacturers. Three different sizes to choose from, something to fit in every budget and find out more by visiting greenmountaingrills.com. And by Cook Shack, the country's premier manufacturer of electronic and pellet-driven cookers, servicing the residential, commercial, and competition markets. Visit cookshack.com for more information. And by El Diablo Mustard. A few years ago, they wanted to turn ordinary mustard into the hottest shit on earth and dared to take spicy mustard further. They took fiery peppers, flaming spices to create flavor so powerful, so intense that even the devil couldn't resist. Find them at eldiablomustard.com and enjoy the bold flavors, great taste, and man, it's hot as hell. And by cookingpellets.com. Have a pellet fire cooker? Why not try some of the best pellets out there on the market today? Guaranteed to run in any cooker, and it's not voiding any warranties. You can purchase yours today at cookingpellets.com. So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. Good evening and welcome to the really big Barbecue Central show. Oh yeah, it's the uh, show that talks about all things important to the world of barbecue and grilling. Broadcasting live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. It is the barbecue capital of the North Coast. Happy to have you aboard here. On your Tuesday evening, I am your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard. If you want to jump in on the show tonight, more than happy to have you. It's a phone call, 216-220-0966. It is also an email, if you would prefer, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. Everything else you want to find out about the show, big, small, indifferent, you can do it at the main website, thebbqcentralshow.com. And here is what is happening tonight. Uh, You missed him last month. Timing, usually not an issue, but this time an issue. 
Uh, we've worked through it. He is back in your uh, monthly visit to the uh, barbecue. Dr. Ray Lampy joins us for the Ask Dr. Barbecue segment. Looking forward to uh, revisiting and rekindling with Ray in about 13 minutes. And then at 9.35, somebody that you may or may not have heard of in the barbecue competition circles, I'm sure you have heard of him. Very successful on the competition scene, very successful in the rub business, part of the West Coast offense. Pitmaster of Simply Marvelous Barbecue, Steph Franklin, will be joining us for the very first time. Very excited. Very excited. And then we'll move to the second hour. I did pimp it with high emotion, passion last week at the top of the second hour when I was promoting the upcoming week's show, which was this week. He is, I believe, the corporate grill master. Uh, There might be some R&D incorporated in this as well, but highly promoted, very excited to talk with this guy about their line of cookers, grills, if you will, hybrid grills. Uh, Russ Falk from Kalamazoo Grills will be joining us at 1014. A damn fly on the light. A damn fly on the light. And then helping me close out the show. As only I can do, we gave away 80 pounds of pellets last week. Tonight, we back down to reserve grand championship status where we will be giving no less than 40 pounds of cookingpellets.com pellets away as we revisit winery or rehab at the 10.35 site. So if you have a pellet-driven cooker, you are looking to make out with a free 40 pounds of pellets. Not a lot of people say they've... Well, not a lot of people can say they've made out with 40 pounds of pellets. But if you'd like to get away from this show... 40 pounds to the heavier on pellets, $0.00 lighter in the wallet. You might want to stick around till 1035. You might want to use the call-in number, 216-220-0966. And you might want to know know your uh, rehabs or your wineries. Word to the wise. Word to the wise. So, jam-packed show as always. Once again, 216 Two two zero zero nine six six. You can also email Greg at the BBQ centralshow.com. Kinger, man, if you, we do not discriminate here, Chris Becker, upstanding citizen, I'm sure he realizes that there are more barbecuers that live in Canada as well, not just the United States. So if you are feeling froggy in the uh, America's hat portion of the continent, you know, you call in, maybe you're a winery and rehab expert. Kinger, maybe you're an expert of the uh, winery or the rehab. Maybe one or the other. So you would have a better than 50, uh, 50-50 shot at guessing if I'm telling you the name of a winery or a rehab. You go ahead. You win it. He'll ship it. Hi. It's Canada Day. What does that mean to me? It's Canada Day. Well, first of all, you're right, Kinger. Happy Canada Day to everybody in Canada. Or, as we call it here in America, Tuesday. Uh Happy Canada Day to all my uh, Canadians, Canadian listenership. Uh, If you're watching the show right now or listening to the show, uh, please feel free and do me a solid with the Facebook post, the Twitter, so forth. 
Let everybody know the show is on. Direct them to the main website, thebbqcentralshow.com. Direct them to outdoorcookingchannel.com. If you know somebody has a Roku device, direct them to the Roku. Say, hey, do you got an app store on there? Hell yes, you do. Go to the app store, find the Outdoor Cooking Channel app, download it for the love of Pete and Mike, and boom, there you go. You can watch the show uh, live. I know, I'm getting bigger. I know, hold on. I'm just trying to figure out the best. Uh, I don't, I need to be, I think I need more of me. I always feel like I'm sitting in a damn pit when I'm on the, I need a better camera angle. I can't be forward facing anymore. I would rather be, you know, like voyeured in on from now on. I got to make that happen. I got to put the green screen over to my right and everybody can see the action taking place a little more lovely than that. I don't, I don't like this. I don't like the head on shot anymore. Everybody weigh in. Do you like the head on shot or no? I don't like it anymore. It's very uncomfortable for me. Um, as far as uh, replays for the show, you can subscribe through iTunes. You go to the YouTube site for video replays. Outdoor Cooking Channel has all the video replays as well. And, of course, the main vault of all video and audio archives of the show, the main uh, Barbecue Central Show website. Uh, if you miss Whiskey Bend Barbecue in the pit, you miss them barely missing their outs. Tighten up, boys. The really big barbecue show is waiting to get on. Give me at least two minutes of prep time. For crying out loud. You can't give me 30 seconds to get out. Chad, tighten up or it's going to be fisticuffs later. And by fisticuffs, I mean it's going to be you kicking my ass. But I'm going to put up a healthy fight. I won't. Congratulations. Last week, we were talking about, just a few minutes ago, about the pellet giveaway that we'll be doing at uh, 1035 this eve. And uh, last week, we gave away no less than 80 pounds of cookingpellet.com pellets. And that was won by uh, Patrick and Wendy Paquette, the basic barbecue team. As luck would have it, uh, those showed up, I believe, uh, yesterday or, or today or whatever. Uh, but let me pull up the post right here, and you can see it. Here it is. They are winners right there. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you to Cook and Pellets for sponsoring Greg Rempe and the Barbecue Central Show. Very excited to win the pellets last week on the show and have them delivered today, which was six hours ago. So they did come uh, right around 3 o'clock this afternoon. The basic barbecue team and pitmaster Patrick Paquette are anxious to try them out and our two pellet cookers, thanks again. So there you go. You see, it's not a farce. You can win real live stuff on this show. It happens to people just like you and other people that maybe aren't anything like you. It happens. Got this email from Carlos. A couple weeks ago, you might uh, remember I gave an opinion on the World Cup that drew a lot of attention from the folks abroad. I made a Facebook post about it. Got a tremendous amount of posts. Hi, your show is enjoyed not only in the U.S. You have some listeners such as me abroad. First of all, sir, I don't like the fact that you're calling women broads, but nevertheless, I digress. If you want to keep looking good, please stick to barbecue, which is what you're good at. Unfortunately for you, you haven't been exposed to soccer, which is enjoyed worldwide. Baseball, American football, etc. All good sports, but not world-class competition. Super Bowl is only U.S. teams. World Series, only U.S. teams. And soccer, open parentheses, 
Real football, you only kick the ball for turning the ball over or failing to score or for field goals or extra points. Uh, There are 32 finalist countries which reached this point by competing during the past two years. The World Cup is truly a world competition celebrated every four years, lasting one month, where the U.S. is slowly improving. And one day, maybe in our lifetime, you will see the U.S. make the finals. Make the finals. Thank you for your good barbecue show. Well, Carlos, A, thank you for writing in. And more importantly, in regards to uh, slowly improving and one day making the finals. I don't know if anybody's watching this or listening to this. Uh, we don't give a fuck. We don't. We don't care if they make the finals. It's soccer, Carlos. Who are you kidding? Come on. You know damn well what happened. I prefaced my statement, Carlos, and I would thank you to open your ears by saying it's a purely American, my American sentiment on soccer. Love it all you want. Love your one-to-one, one-nothing, zero-zero, lots of ties. Somebody said, oh, well, the first 20 games, there was only three ties. Yeah, well, if you compare that to the amount of ties that took place in the National Football League or Major League Baseball or the National Basketball Association, that was a horrific percentage. Get that big stuff out of here. Horrific percentage of ties. 20 games, three ties. That's a very high percentage when you're comparing it to other sports. It is. So, uh, Carlos, thanks for writing in. You continue to like soccer. I'll continue to say it will flounder here in the United States. Poor. Also, nobody will care about soccer for the next three and a half years until this World Cup comes around again. Nobody talks about it, ever, ever. Folks, I'm very excited to talk to you about, uh uh-oh, getting a text message. Got to go right to the text message. Um, Yeah, that's right. I'm getting yelled at by my dad because I said the F word. Uh Folks, newest sponsor to the show, and I am very happy to have them aboard. Uh, Legitimacy beyond reproach in many different facets of this industry. Captained by none other than Sterling Ball. We welcome into the partnership stable Big Papa Smokers. And you can't even see that on the... That's right, uh, BigPapaSmokers.com, the newest partner to the show. Excited, uh, have talked to Sterling Ball over the years, and something opened up. Reached out to Sterling. We had a few in-depth conversations. We both realized that this vehicle is unique. You know, a lot of people don't see the insight, the benefit if you will. The ROI uh, to some degree, uh, what I think is value. This show is really geared towards people that have an inherent like of outdoor live fire cooking, whether it's on the competition scene, whether it's somebody in the backyard like me. Maybe you just like grilling. That's fine. But you have seeked this show out because you like the title or you like the information. So you want to get on the show and advertise because these are these are your target markets. Sterling Ball, a captain of industry in many different facets, uh, realizes this, ready to partner with the show, ready to throw down with 
timely revised uh, reads each and every week. We'll get you updated on uh, the Big Papa Elite teams. We'll get you updated on uh, what he's doing on the competition side of thing. We'll get some promotions going with a lot of the product that he is selling. If you've never been to BigPapaSmokers.com, uh, really a clearinghouse for anything and everything that has to do with the world of competition barbecue, for the world of barbecue or grilling in general. You don't have to be a competition guy to really just love the site. Love the gear. I got five hoodies, so West Coast Offense hoodies, for crying out loud. We're going to be talking to Steph Franklin, part of the West Coast Offense for Simply Marvelous here in uh, like 20, 30 minutes. I couldn't be more excited, uh, more humbled that uh, Sterling would want to partner with the show, given the success that he has had, uh, both in the uh, the business of barbecue and then uh, obviously in the competition side of things. Uh, but we're going to give it a we'll give it a whirl here and uh, see what we can't put together. And uh, we'll be back uh, with Dr. Barbecue Ray Lampy, BigPapaSmokers.com. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampy. Welcome back. Uh, this portion of the Barbecue Central show is being brought to you by the Sam's Club National Barbecue Tour. 31 cities, 500 grand in cash to be won. Eternal bragging rights if you win the whole damn thing. Uh, next event will be held July 5th, Traverse City, Michigan. Local qualifier feeding into Rockford, Illinois regional final, which goes down August 2nd. To keep up with the tour or to uh, register to compete, kcbs.us slash Sam's Tour. All right, let's get into this real quick. you got questions about barbecue or grilling, maybe as a hobby or even a business, looking to get an expert's point of view, why not Ask Dr. Barbecue? You can submit your questions by clicking on the Ask Dr. Barbecue tab on the website. The doctor is in. Here's Ray Lampy with his nurse, Greg Rempe. Dr. Barbecue. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Ray Lampy joining us here on the show. Let's get the right picture up here, folks. Someday I'll get it. Oh, Ray, it's almost here, I swear to God. Ray, how are you, buddy? I'm good, Greg. How about you? Doing absolutely fabulous. Appreciate you uh, making time, as always, for the show. Missed you last month. I think we just had a bit of a, a timing thing with uh, some some items that you had going on and my uh, requisite inability to actually do anything uh, what you would call uh, pre-recorded for the lames that don't know the industry talk like us, Ray. We're big shots of the entertainment. The live energy, Greg. That's what I like to think about. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so uh, since we uh, missed you out last month, uh, what is happening in the uh, world of uh, Dr. Barbecue since we talked the last? Oh, man, it's been a wild ride. I've been out promoting my new book, Pork Chop. And uh, thank you to the National Pork Board. They've helped me with some placement. And I was out in Los Angeles. I got to be on the talk with uh, the old Sharon Osborne and Julie Chen and all them people. I was just in New York, did a couple of TV spots there. It's been fun, man. I had a really nice... Uh, reception for the new pork chop book been doing that and today launched that barbecue class i've been working on for a while the online class uh you go to my website my website's all redone drbarbecue.com it right up on top is a tab that says uh, online barbecue class 
I partnered with these folks at Craftsy, and this thing's really cool. It's for backyarders now, so it's not competition stuff. Frankly, I'm not worthy of that anymore, but I think it's pretty cool. It's really a neat thing to see. All right, Ray, so let's uh, dial back just a second. You talked about how you were, wow, man, this is, uh, I'm just uh, popping up the website here real quick. I mean, this is completely redone. Wow, spectacular. There's hot chicks on there, too, next to Ray Lampy. You never see that. Uh, wow, this looks great. All right, online class. Here it is here. So this is what you were uh, talking about previously, right? Stuff, Greg. Nice. I, I'm impressed. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's all high technology here in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city. Uh, so uh, how do we uh, – you just go over here to the Learn More portion? There, you click on that, and yeah. it'll take you over to the Craftsy site. If you go through my site, I get a few extra dollars on it. Right. but I get a few extra dollars, so you can do that. I appreciate it. And you can just uh, go here, and you, you pick the class that you want, and, and boom, you're off and running. You buy the whole thing. It's seven lessons. Yeah. Uh, one is just an intro. One is all about the smokers that I had available. One is about rub, one about sauce, one about cooking pork shoulder, brisket, chicken, and ribs, and I think that's all seven. Yeah, wow. It looks, uh, And they look like uh, you know real nice high-definition-type videos, which uh, everybody is craving these days. Yeah, they, those folks really, they know what they're doing on their end. Uh, it was really a great situation for me to hook up with them. I, I've been wanting to do something new and interesting and different like this, and this was the perfect match because these guys are really good at it. Look, i got to be honest, Ray. I mean, you, nobody knows more than you. I mean, you were kind of the uh, creator of these competition class. Well, cooking classes, I mean, obviously geared a little bit more to the competition side. This is more backyard, but I'm surprised that even in regards to the competition stuff, that there hasn't been more teams that have decided to try and take advantage of uh, the internet and on-demand classes versus, you know, hoarding a bunch of people out in, you know, Timbuktu or North Dakota or Kansas City or what have you at, you know, five, six, seven hundred bucks a head or whatever it is these days. Uh, do you think that given maybe uh, maybe you're blazing a new trail here, Ray, once again, uh, do you think you might see more of a, an interest in these teams getting something online where it's kind of a, a residual paycheck, if you will? Well, I don't, it's going to be hard. The beauty of that, and I did pioneer a lot of that uh, competition class stuff, and I'll tell you what my feeling about it was, and it seems like a lot of people are still doing the same thing. I really never handed out, here's all the info in writing. You had to take notes when you came, because I didn't want it to just share it with everybody, because then it would only be one class, and I would never get paid again. So my thinking was, you know, I've always considered myself a better businessman than I cook, my thinking was, you know, they'll take their notes, and if they want to share their notes, that's fine. I always used to kind of warn everybody and say, listen, you paid big money for this. If you want to share your version of it, you go ahead. But I wouldn't if I was you, and I'd appreciate it if you didn't. And people didn't really used to share it that much. I don't know what happens now. But I see guys like Rod that have been doing classes for years. So obviously it's not in writing anywhere, or nobody would be bothering to take them classes. So that was always my attitude about it, and that seems to carry on. Uh, with what they're doing you know somebody did one online though i believe didn't they um i'm not familiar with you know it, the but... only thing that i ever saw that i would uh, i don't know if it's technically online or not um but uh darian um from cosmos q did a bunch of dvds that he had up for sale and i don't know if uh, it ended up going into a download portion which i then i guess would consider to be online but that was the only one that i saw you know it was really well done geared towards competition and it was more of a you know an on-demand or you could watch it and if you saw certain parts you could keep going back to it but otherwise you know it's like you said you're live you got to take notes and then at the end you go back home and you got to hope you took really good freaking notes so you can actually you know reap the rewards of the class i guess 
Well, you know, the other thing to like this thing that I just did that people, it's really high quality and really nicely done. They did a beautiful job of editing it and the whole package where you can go to their site and buy it and, and they know how to pay, you know, pay, take care of other authors and, or, uh, instructors and stuff. Nobody else has got that. So anybody else does it at home. What's it going to look like? It's going to look like all the YouTube videos for free. So why would you pay for that? This thing is a whole different deal. It's high quality. I don't know. I mean, we'll see how it goes. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure. I, I always like to try to do new stuff. So I'm really excited about it, but, um, I don't know, but I, it'd be, if you just looked like another YouTube video, I don't think anybody would pay 40 bucks for it. I mean, you're a, you're a business guy, Ray. Do you get a uh, are you getting a cut on gross? Do they give you a, like a flat fee to do it, and and then work out a commission deal afterwards? How's your uh, pay scale set up for that? It's very much like a book deal. They gave me a advance uh, that I'll never have to pay back. If it shouldn't earn that, uh, I get to keep that advance, and everybody goes their own way. My guess is this is not their first one. They're quite confident we're going to get to that advance and and move on beyond that. And, and after that, I, I basically get a percentage off everybody that ever signs up. And once I earn through that advance that they gave me, then they'll send me a check quarterly. It's really a, a, it's a really interesting model, a well-done thing. It started out with uh, knitting and quilting and stuff like that. And I think they've had great success. The company's grown from what I could gather. Uh, and so they, they moved on to photography and now to cooking. And I don't know where else they'll go, but... Um, they seem to know what they're doing. So after you know a certain amount of time passes, maybe and you know let's say they get through the uh, the advance they gave you, and and they're getting now you know we're all everybody's making money, everybody's happy. Have they talked about doing another series of videos with you on something else, or is this going to be kind of a, a one time hit and you, and you move on and receive residual checks over the years like doing movies? Well, yeah, they they talked about it right away. And, but of course, it's, if, if it makes money, we're all going to want to do another one. Um, but this one is very much a home barbecue, real barbecue at home. I didn't cover a lot of competition stuff. It's very much for a guy that wants to learn how to cook barbecue. There I am showing you how to trim the pork butt. Here's the pork butt. I put it in the smoker. I take it back out. This is what it looks like. Here's how I wrapped it in foil. Very, very basic stuff to, to, to your listeners, but stuff that people are starving for, I think, uh, that really just want to kind of get into it and learn how to cook barbecue. So the problem is what's next? I covered ribs, pork, brisket. <laughs> One of the problems we have with real barbecue. But, you know, I, I can cook beyond that, too. So I could do a tailgating one or a grilling one or I don't know. I mean, you know, if it sells a lot of money, we'll figure something out. That's right. Uh, Ray Lampy joining us here for the monthly Ask Dr. Barbecue segment. If you have a question for Ray, uh, send it over to askdrbbq.com, and we'll go ahead and answer it for you here in an upcoming show. Uh, you had mentioned that you were also, in regards to the pork chop book that you are promoting, you were on the talk, and you've been on TV a lot, and you know you've done. I mean, th- this is probably aside from uh, didn't you do like QVC or something a year ago or two years ago when you had the NFL cookbook out or something like that? Uh, you know, so that was probably like the biggest hit uh, out out of everything that you've done TV wise. But then you get on the talk. I mean, this is real life, mainstream broadcast television. You got, uh, you know, probably hot chicks or at least hot chicks when they were younger on their very popular show. Uh, Like, how does a guy like you fit in with a group of broads like this? And and how does the whole thing go for you as it's happening live? Well, I I couldn't I wouldn't say no to it, of course, when it came up, Um, you know, such a high profile thing and for the book and everything. And and it's fun to do this stuff, you know, and absolutely is. The only thing that I did that, like when we did Chopped Grill Masters, that was a pretty big budget and well done production. 
And then I did that show with Guy Tailgate Warriors back in the day. That was pretty well healed too. Uh, you know, there was some money being spent, but not like this. This is a whole different deal. Uh, they, I fly out there. They pick me up, and a, a limo comes and gets me and takes me to the studio. They drop me off right in front of Sharon Osbourne's parking spot. There's a, just like you would, you know, you see on in the movies. There's her, a curb that says Sharon Osbourne on it, and we, uh, there's this series of rooms. Like the end of the building is like a motel, kind of interesting. So there's like <laughs> motel rooms on the bottom floor. There's a stairway up, and mine was up on the second floor, and that's my dressing room. And it's like a little motel room. Um, really first class, you know, fully stocked. We actually came by and asked if we wanted something to eat and brought us a menu and brought food to us. Really wow. full, full blown. Um, Carrie Ann was with me from uh, Weber Shanwick, the National Pork Board uh, representation. She was all excited about Sharon Osborne. She said she just Sharon pull up in her Bentley convertible in her bathrobe, got out with her dog and walked in her, uh, her dressing room. And then uh, other people came and got her soda and her bag and stuff. So it was totally big time on the CBS lot. It was totally cool. But, you know, I, I've done a lot of that stuff, and I'm not that, oh, it's not that big of a deal. I'm not, uh, it's fun to meet them. It's very exciting. Don't get me wrong. But it's just all I got to do is go and stand next to the pork chops. They had a full-blown food stylist situation to take care of everything for me. I didn't touch anything until we went on. We did a rehearsal with people wearing signs that said Sharon. <laughs> and, uh, and stuff. Kind of like we do here on the uh, monthly uh, practice for the uh, show here, right? Right. Somebody else sits in and has a sign that says Greg. Is that how you do right. it? Right. Yes, of course. Uh, so, I mean, it was totally cool. So we did a little rehearsal. The food stylist was great. Did everything we asked. And a couple of adjustments I wanted to make, she totally made. And um, and they were great. One thing about that show that I, I was really happy about, I watched it a couple of times. I, I got to be honest, I don't regularly watch that show. And I watch a lot of them shows, and it seems like they bring a chef on, and they all just talk over him, and they're just not very respectful, and they yep. just act stupid with him. Those people are not, man. They're into it. I, I saw Julie Chen using a big a big shun Japanese tenant chef knife cutting something up on a different segment. And on my segment, that other lady, Cheryl, she took the big shun and cut those pork chops up. So they're actually into it. And we're really respectful about it. That helped a lot. You know, it wasn't, I didn't feel like I was fighting against them. They were kind of into it and wanting to learn about it. So it was cool. That always seems to be, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because there's another guy I have on the show semi-regularly, uh, Sam the Cooking Guy. And, you know, f- for the people who don't know him regionally in the, in the Southern California area where he's, you know, kind of a, a big deal. Uh, he's been on the Today Show a number of times. And he was on one time with uh, Hoda and Kathy Lee, those two cackling hens. And he's back there trying to cook, and they're, like, barking at him, and they're talking over him to talk to each other. And he looked, and he's like, hey, can you guys please just give me 90 seconds to get through this? And it, like, went viral and everything. And that's kind of, you know, uh, one of the only times you've ever seen a guest in these cooking said, because you're right. I mean, these guys will battle with you, not give you two seconds of time to talk about what the hell you want to talk about, because it's like, look at me, look at me. I got to be funnier than the other host. Uh, refreshing to see this, I guess. It really was. I was, because I, I mean, I agreed to do it. I totally expected it to be like that horrible <laughs> show after the nation. But man, it wasn't at all. They were really, it couldn't have been nicer to them, really. And even, uh, so Sharon Osborne was not part of my my segment. But she's sitting right there. And, you know, of course, she's the big, you know, I'm, I'm an old rock and roll guy. I mean, yeah. I was an Aussie fan in the, in the 70s. So it was, you know, I'm like, I really like to talk to her, but I don't want to do that. I know better. And, but she made it up. She stuck her hand out and, and, 
and shook my hand and talked to me for a minute and told me how good the food was. That was pretty cool. Pretty cool highlight of the day. So when you are done with the segment, they just usher you out and you limo back to the airport, boom, private plane back to Florida? Or, I mean, do you get to hang out a little bit more or what? Yeah, except for the coach part. But no, that's it. You're out. <laughs> well, you, you still got your room. I guess you could hang for a while, but they're all out of there. I've been around that enough to know it's over. There's no, you know, there's no point in sticking around to try to, soak more of it in at some point they're going to tell you to leave so the limo's there waiting i took my jeff coat off and got in the limo and went does the publishers a big shot around jeffrey sod from the guy who was on the food network has a restaurant nearby there and jeffrey's a friend of mine so we went over to his restaurant and ate a bunch oh nice um so does the publisher call you after a little bit and say hey uh we've noticed a spike in book sales because of the hit or um how does that translate into the bottom line for the book and and how well it's doing the only real instant bang you get is if you obsess over amazon's rankings um like most authors do it's the only place you really see a bang the rest of it is so delayed who knows you know if there's if the books move off of the shelves in Barnes and Noble and stuff, who knows? It, it, it takes a while to actually see that. Um, the publisher loves you for doing that because the pork board was instrumental in helping me get those those big high-profile TV spots done. And so the publisher loves you for doing it because they know it will work out and it'll help things. But now there's no giant spike that you get right away. It all, it's all cumulative. You know, you do it all. You go on there and you come on the Greg Rempe show and, the combination of those two things really pays off for Meteoric you. rise with a uh, bullet facing upwards, no doubt. Um, all right, a couple, uh, couple more things I want to hit at here as time is evaporating very quickly. Uh, last month we missed mostly because you were going over to grill stock, correct? Uh, yeah, I think I guess so. That's right. All right, so, um, you know, one of those things that I've been talking with John Finch about actually trying to get over there and doing it, it just hasn't happened over the last couple of years, mostly because he won't pay my $500,000 appearance fee. That can be negotiated down a little bit, but, you know, I'm a big star. So, you know, it's not, what is it, third, fourth year that this thing has been going on now? On. This was well, year fifth five. one. All right. So, I mean, we're, we're at a pretty significant anniversary, fifth year of this event. Uh, you were there at the very first one. How have you seen it grow over the last five years? And how do you term, you know, year five as you look back over four, three, two, and one? Well, two distinctive things are happening there. You got the festival, which John Finch had this vision from day one of this uh, hillbilly barbecue music (laughs) festival in Bristol. And what we saw this year was John's dream to me come true. You know, there it was. It looked just like I think John visioned it five years ago. So that's that part of it is excellent. He's really got it going. It's as full as it could be. It's sold out ahead of time. The people couldn't have any more fun. They couldn't drink more. They drank all the beer by three in the afternoon on Saturday. They drank as much beer as they had the year before. I mean, it, it's just, but they're partying. It's just a huge success. But then there's the barbecue contest that, that is, of course, close to my heart because I helped him make the rules and I have, you know, hung my name on this thing that this is a legit big time barbecue contest. And there have been a few little factions over in England. Hard to imagine that, you know, it's, it hardly happens here. Right. Uh, <laughs> and a little bit infighting, and they didn't really quite understand what we were doing there. And this year, it all came together. Everybody said, well, hell, we heard they're having fun at Grillstock. We're all going. And everybody came and played nice and had a great time. And, and anybody that's, that anybody cares about in, in the U.K., barbecue world was there and had a great time. And they saw that what we're doing is right. The the top teams win. Everybody has a good time. We're spreading the gospel. We're 
We're promoting barbecue. We are feeding people, putting food in their mouth. John Finch buys them each a box of meat. They can bring their own meat too. The only thing is he asks you to cook that box of meat anyway and give it away. And if you do all that and you play nice, you get your entry fee back. So John's doing everything he can. So everybody does, and they get in the spirit of it. So the contest, though, is totally legit. And uh, the Bunch of Swines won for the third year in a row. Wow. Clearly one of the top teams in England. Yeah. No, no arguments about that. Great to see them win. Uh, Toby came from British Barbecue Society. First time he came to Grillstock, had a blast and, and came in. How did he finish? I forget. He won the second Grillstock last weekend, though. And, uh, I mean, a bunch of those guys came. Man, it was just a – and the real thing that happened was the food. I predicted before we got there that the food this year was going to look more like an American barbecue contest than it ever had. And, man, it did. We saw 25, I think, entries in every category. And I was talking to Jackie Wake, the only yeah, Brit that ever won the Jack. Yeah, like yeah. it or not, she won. Um, and we were saying every single entry there would have been legal in KCBS and would have been a reasonably decent entry. Uh, everybody used parsley and lettuce. They don't have to. They can put anything edible in the box, but they all use that this year. In the past, we've seen all kinds of crazy stuff. And this year, they've all come really full circle. It's big time now. I really was excited. About I that. don't want to go out on a limb here, Ray, but you are talking more passionately and more excitedly about European British barbecue than you do talking about American barbecue. I mean, you are fired up, man. Well, I'm glad to see it happening. You know, here it's so it's almost played out. It's like everybody, nobody's that excited about it. Everybody sits in their motorhome and they they all do the exact same thing. And they're like, I call them technicians, yep. the guys that are good these days. And God bless them. They're doing what they need to do to win. I don't blame them for that. But no, I don't feel passionate about uh, chicken thighs that look like hockey pucks. Uh, these guys are actually, it's kind of like where we were 15 years ago. And, it, and, yeah, I am excited about it. It's very cool to see. So you're almost like getting to relive yep. what it was like back when KCBS was getting its comeuppance and seeing it across the, across the river. That's exactly right. I said it to some people that when I was over there, and you're exactly right. Because I was there when we were all – I was there when we used to turn in a whole chicken cut into pieces in the box. Now you'd, you'd think you were insane. Of course, they're all stealing what we do. They, you know, because of the internet, they're all turning in thighs as well. You don't see hardly anything but a thigh. But they look, at least it kind of still looks like chicken. And, and they're learning and they're making rubs. You're seeing new products. Uh, um, Steve Hayes from Jedi Swine Tricks gave me a bag of his rub and I tried it on some chicken here. It's good. It's a little bit different than what we would be used to here, but it's really good. And Charlie from uh, uh, Smoking Penguin gave me some I haven't tried yet. So we're, we're seeing the entrepreneurship coming. The guys that are, are getting, you know, thinking, well, maybe we're starting, they're getting new trailers. They're buying cookers, and, uh, yeah, it's coming. It's really cool. It is very much reliving it. Ray Lampy is on fire, shot out of a cannon right now, and you can find him at drbbq.com. Again, if you have any questions for upcoming shows, ask drbbq.com. Uh, we're out of time right now, Ray, but uh, next month when you're on, uh, and I don't know if uh, American Grilled is still going to be on then or if it will have wrapped, but I definitely want to you know, kind of get your take on that show and, and what it's about and, and kind of how you think it's uh, played out over its genesis. Yeah, it's going to be on it. They shot 13 episodes, and I'm in two oh, of them. Uh, yeah, it's definitely going to count. All right, then uh, we'll hit that up in, believe it or not, August 1st. I'll be on the night before. I'll be on July 30th. Perfect. All right, then we'll do that. There he is, Ray Lampy, joining us here on the show. Ray, thank you very much, as always. Perfect. Ray Lampy shot out of a cannon, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. 
Have you ever seen anybody talk more passionately? I would hazard a guess that you would not find a uh, British man be, or woman, nearly as excited for how things are progressing on the competition scene out there. All right, folks, let me talk to you quickly about Fast Eddie's by Cook Shack, which you can find in England as well. The uh, grill is a smoker and grill in one. Stainless steel, 100% wood-burning, pellet-fired cooker that uses direct and indirect heat up to 600 degrees. Only pellet grill on the market that uses charbroil technology. Features electronically controlled temperature to eliminate large heat fluctuations that drink and shrink meat. Or, sorry, dry and shrink meat. A pellet grill able to barbecue, grill, bake, roast, sear, and smoke. Cook Shack has two models to choose from. The PG-1000, which has a fully insulated double-walled roll hood for superior heat retention, fuel savings, and maximum cooking performance. PG-500 features a two-swing lid and utensil holder. Both the PG-500 and 1000 have many great features, including 784 square inches of cooking space, easy to uh, easy side-loading pellet hop, fully automated wood pellet feed system, Stainless steel cooking grates on the direct cooking zone that produces killer sear marks. Nickel-plated grills on the indirect top racks. Drip bucket, pellet, ashtray, 100% stainless steel construction. Warming drawer, 40 pounds of Cook Shack hickory pellets, and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Doesn't get better than that. It's a versatile pellet cooker that adds full flavor to your recipes, including fajitas, ribs, chicken, steaks, desserts, sides, large cuts of meat. It can do it all, including cold smoking. Grilling with wood pellets penetrates the food with an intense smoky flavor, sealing in that smoky goodness. By cooking with wood pellets, the fuel is consistent, the smoke more flavorful, and the recipe for how-to videos can be found at Cook Shack's YouTube channel or by visiting the website cookshack.com. That's cookshack.com. Go and uh, give them a call right now. Order up 800-423-0698. That's 800 423 0698 or cookshack.com. It's the good folks over at Cookshack. All right, we're a little long. We're coming back with the genie himself, Steph Franklin from Simply Marvel. Stick around, we'll be right back. Seven seven four four eight zero four three three to get on the air. Now here's your host, Greg Rempe. All right, welcome back. Two one six two two zero zero nine six six. Greg at the BBQ Central Show dot com. Uh, thanks again to Ray Lampy for joining me. DRBBQ.com is the uh, website if you want to check them out. If you have a question, ask DRBBQ.com. Barbecue food for you. That was good. Rampy and Lampy. Almost the same. I am sensitive to his name. Because nobody ever said my name right. Uh, John Dawson weighing in. Ramps, I for one would like to raise a glass of Stella Artois and give Belgium huge props for saving us from another week of soccer. Patio daddio. Damn right, Ray. Damn right. John, thank you for bringing it strong. 
uh, Brian listening live out in the patio, cooking pizza, drinking honey effers. Whoa. You the man. Shout out from St. Louis. Feel free to call if you need someone to talk about pizza and honey fuckers. Brian, it would be no surprise to you that tonight I am drinking a honey effer of myself. Little lemonade, little Jack Daniels honey, Tennessee honey. Oh, watch out. Good stuff, brother man. Thank you for uh, writing in. Thank you for weighing it. Appreciate that. Uh, Steph Franklin on the clock right now. We'll be joined by him here in just a second. Uh, Joining me now, you can find him on the competition circuit. You can find him having large success in the rub category. Um, Catering, too, from uh, what I was doing research-wise on the interwebs. Let's go ahead and race over the hot mic. And welcome first timer of the show, Pitmaster of Simply Marvelous Barbecue, Steph Franklin joining us. Steph, how are you, buddy? I'm good, Greg. How are you? Doing absolutely fabulous stuff. Appreciate you making time for the show. And uh, I guess, uh, you know, first before we get down Simply Marvelous style, um, like I do with all the first-time guests, maybe a little background about yourself uh, and kind of how you got into the whole barbecue game. Sure. I, um, in terms of competing, I uh, started competing on a dare from uh, Neil Strada, Big Mister. Um, I was going through a tough part of my life, uh, divorce, et cetera, and then they uh, had me come down to a barbecue competition. And, uh, yeah, you know, I went down there and did the, the visitor thing, drinking and everything, and partying with the guys. And, <clears throat> and then there was another competition about two weeks later, and I, t- I told the fellas I'd be down there. And um, so Neil says, you competing or drinking? And so <laughs> I said, I'm competing. And I went out there. So my first competition was the IBCA. And I got a first in pork. And I was hooked after that. Um, at the same time, I was uh, also just started a catering business about a year before that. And I had started developing my own rug. Um, and so I... In 2008, I, I pretty much bottled them and um, started bottling the first two, which was sweet and spicy and seasonal. And uh, and it just blossomed from there. You know, I just kind of got these whims in my test kitchen, uh, which is, you know, my home kitchen, and uh, came up with the cherry rub, the pecan rub, and, and so forth. And uh, the spicy apple came about for, for uh, my fishing friends who asked me to. Um, develop that rub as well. So, um, so I just the rub thing just came natural to me, you know. And uh, the competing just did my uh, competitive side uh, in terms of barbecue competitions. Steph, when you went down to compete that first time, uh, you know IBCA. So when you were with Neil that first time, was that uh, like a KCBS style contest, or was that also uh, IBCA? It was IBCA. <laughs> And obviously, you've yeah. you've seen you know a bunch of the different sanctioning bodies at this point. I mean, you've been in it, you know, uh, what seven eight years now, or going on seven years. Um, what what do you like about IBCA? What do you like about KCBS? I mean, it sounds like you're you know somebody likes to spread it around a little bit. You know, what do you find endearing about those different sanctioning bodies? Well, I think for me, and this is strictly for me, the IBCA was a good. Um, launching pad to get involved in uh, competition cooking. It was, uh, you know, a little less um, uh, strenuous as the case to be a contest. Uh, the turn-ins were every hour versus every half an hour. They cook half chickens versus whole chickens. It was shredded pork versus, you know, the medallions. 
you know, of the money muscle, et cetera. So that was a good um, beginning point for me. Um, but now I pretty much do uh, KCBS. Um, our turn-ins would, would board me at this point because um, I'm so programmed to that half-an-hour window. Um, so I really enjoy the KCBS aspect uh, of cooking. How many other people are on Simply Marvelous, uh, Simply Marvelous team? Is it just you, or do you have a, a team, quote-unquote, that you, uh, likes to travel with you? Well, usually it's just me. Um, I, I got a buddy from college who, who shows up at contests, a uh, guy named Gil. Um, everybody calls him my good luck charm. I seem to do well when he ever, whenever he comes and runs my, my boxes. <laughs> my girlfriend, uh, Shalana Miller, and then my sous chef at the catering business, uh, Jamie Diamond. Um, when they come, I'm just on fire because they, they just have my back. You know, they really make sure my boxes are together. Um, uh, they, they're they that eye. They go, they're not going to BS me. They're going to tell me the truth. If it sucks, it sucks. If it's great. They're going to let me know. Do you think it would be, given the fact that you're kind of the you know the the, the one man gang of, of the cooking portion of it, do you think it would be hard at this point, given your experience in competition barbecue, to take on like a full time teammate that would be traveling around and be responsible for a certain portion of the goings on during a competition? Yes, yeah, this is the one thing in my life I'm pretty much a control freak about. I, I don't think I could um, handle another uh, cook in the kitchen, so to speak. So I, I, I enjoy cooking all four meats, you know, and um, I, I, I thrive off of that. And um, at this point in the game, um, I'm a one-man team for the most part outside of my, my, my folks that come out and support and cheer me on and help me with my boxes and things of that nature. Uh, Steph Franklin joining me here on the show, Simply Marvelous Barbecue, which can be found at Simply Marvelous BBQ. Dot com Obviously, uh, the rubs we'll talk about here in a second can also be found at the newest sponsor of the show, BigPapaSmokers.com. In regards to the to the rubs, I mean, there's been a lot of talk and hoopla around this term West Coast offense. Not only is it a uh, an actual NFL offense that stunk out loud here in Cleveland for the last two years. In reverse of that, it seems to be doing astonishingly well in the competition barbecue uh, arenas of competition. Um, how does that whole thing come together? I mean, obviously there there was some type of a, a partnership deal or uh, a uh, an agreement or relationship with Sterling Ball on Big Papa Smoker's side. Uh, how does the West Coast offense come to be? And and quite frankly, what is the West Coast offense? Well, to me, it's different things to different people. But to me, it's something sweet and something savory. Sterling excels in the savory spices. I tend to excel more in the, in the sweet spices um, outside of the pepper cow and the seasonal. And, um, you know, Sterling, we started just using each other's rubs. And, uh, uh, you know, he he really got that thing rolling when he when he GC'd the Royal. Um, he, he was using the pecan. Uh, one of my rubs, and uh, he he cheesed with that, and it really just started the West Coast offense when he got that uh, grand championship at the American Royal and um, a couple of years ago. So that that was the beginning of it all, and then you know the guys out here, Matt Dalton, you know Sylvie Curry, and a few others, they started running the West Coast offense, and we just jokingly started calling it the West Coast offense because. Um, California has not been a hotbed 
uh, of barbecue from both people, but I think uh, they're starting to find out that California folks can grow down. You know, since you've been doing it, uh, you know, for a good handful of years now, when you first started, you know, especially on the KCBS side of things, I mean, IBCA has been, uh, you know, dominant around the, the, the southern region of the country here, uh, obviously, for a number of years. But on the KCBS side, I mean, how have you seen that grow over the last, well, I mean, you could probably see it grow exponentially or even over the last two, three years. But, you know, five, six years ago, what was the competition terrain like versus what you see today? Well, it was everybody was in the easy up, you know, it was sort of like uh, everybody was in the easy up. There wasn't a lot of fancy rigs back then. Um, the, the the flavor profiles were really just a couple of rubs people were using. I don't think they were as complex as they are today. There was a lot of uh, uh, Italian dressing on chicken and, and things that just wouldn't work today. Um, today, what you're seeing is very complex flavors, you know, um, outside of the sauces, blue sauces survived, but a lot of the rubs that were folks were using back then outside of smoking guns hot and a couple others, um, folks are not using them anymore. So it, it, the competition in terms of uh, the barbecue business, in terms of spices and sauces, really evolved over the years. And I, I also want to say, you know, if you look at a box when I started in 2007, 2008 to now, it's it's like it's like a, a piece of art, you know, for the folks that's winning. I mean, um, I was at a competition this last weekend, and uh, I had a great sport box, and, and, and Jamie was in the uh, trailer with me. She said that that sport box is sexy. Back, you know, a few years ago, as I alluded to earlier, people were turning them full pork. Well, full pork is not that sexy. Steph Franklin joining us here on the show, simplymarvelousbbq.com. Uh, if we could, uh, you know, here for the last couple minutes of the uh, time here in this segment, Steph, is, is talk about the rubs. I mean, you know, how did you decide what flavors were, were going to be good and, and, and how do you come up with a final recipe? And then I guess, you know, the, the biggest jump for everybody, and, you know, a lot of people make rubs and sauces in their home, and people say, oh, you should get into business and you should sell these things. You make it off of inevitably you got to kind of give control away to a certain degree to like a company packer. And, and, and what is that relationship like? How do you find somebody that you trust and, and do they try and tweak your stuff and, and make it almost not taste like it was, or how was your experience with a, with a co-packer? Well, my first co-packer basically was not right for me. Uh, they, it just didn't, they didn't do um, a good job in terms of quality. Um, and so, and they were, they were, you know, price gouging me a little bit. So I switched co-packers um, on a recommendation of a barbecue, uh, barbecue buddy of mine, uh, uh, Barbecue Bubba out of, out of uh, Michigan. Uh, so I went with a company out of Missouri and I started sending them, sending them my recipes and it, it was coming back pretty close, if not some. Uh, sometimes better than what what I was putting out because they could uh, make the gra- uh, the granules more consistent, and I think that helps when you're putting out a product. Plus, they can put color to the rub that uh, I couldn't do at the house. Um, but in terms of how I came up with those um, rubs, it just it was just something based on my taste. My taste, you know, I uh, back in 
1991, I went to Jamaica and I stayed at this villa and this woman was cooking and she cooked a lot with allspice and things of this nature. And I had craved this, you know, some of those, that flavor um, ever since I had got back. And so, like in 2005, I started playing around with different uh, seasonings that included allspice and I came up with um, sweet and spicy. And from there, it went to more of a, my seasonal, uh, and then I started uh, dibbling and dabbling in the sweet rubs, the sweeter rubs, like the cherry, um, and um, some of the other flavors, like pecan and spicy apples. Um, and then I, you know, I sweet production was really originally going to be a peach rub, but when I got it back from the co-packer, I just didn't like the taste um, when I asked them to add more peach. Uh, the original batch that sent me what is now sweet production. Uh, it 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 wasn't a, didn't have as much peach uh, flavoring to it, but it was a hit. There was notes of peach, and I just thought it was an awesome rub. I went to um, Sam's Club competition, got first in chicken the first time I used it in the competition. So. Um, and then it just took off. I bottled it right away. Um, I, I just knew I had a winner. So my relationship with my co-pack, getting back to one of your points, has been outstanding. Um, we, we are a, a team. When you are putting the, the rubs together, I mean, you obviously have a solid lineup now. Do you, do you look to expand it all at this point? Or are you pretty happy with the stable that you got? I mean, what's the thought process now with existing versus potentially adding new? Well, I always got something on the shelf, Greg. Uh, <laughs> you know, I got a maple rub I've been, I go to and fro from for years that I haven't brought out. And, um, you know, sometimes I play with rubs for a few years before I even uh, release them. You know, I'll go and get category wins with them and I'll keep, you know, trying to get a, a win with it. And then at some point I decide to bring it out. Um, you know, pepper cow, I think I was, that took about two or three years to bring out on the market because I was doing good and brisket and nobody else was using it. And now <laughs> I made the mistake of, uh, putting it on the market. Now I seem to, uh, I'm struggling with brisket right now. So, but, uh, you know, it, it's, um, it's just, I'm going to make some more rubs eventually. I think you got to keep this thing fresh. Um, I, um, it, it's so easy to be someone who's, whose rub is not hot anymore. So uh, my job is to keep hot and keep fresh and and um, put things out there for teams to win with, including myself. Steph Franklin is the pit master of Simply Marvelous Barbecue Team, uh, simplymarvelousbbq.com. And again, uh, obviously all the uh, rubs that he's got can be found on bigpopsmoker.com as well. Stuff, man, really appreciate the time, the background, the information, especially on the business side of things. Um, Let's do it again soon, man. Really enjoyed it. All right, Greg. Thanks Appreciate for having it. me. Yeah, you got it. There he is. Steph Frank. Right. The genie. Watch out. Hey, genie. Simplymarvelousbbq.com, the website. If you want to uh, check Steph out, see uh, kind of where he got his comeuppance from, and uh, see the catering side of things. Maybe you're in his area. Maybe you've been looking for a caterer. Maybe Steph is the guy that you want to be calling for your next catering gig. I would not hesitate. So I stopped showing some of the pictures on the you know video side of them. Look good. 
July, folks, is the height of grilling season. El Diablo Mustard wants to turn your ordinary barbecue into some of the hottest shit on earth. Try adding some El Diablo, fiery habanero, roasted chipotle, flaming jalapeno or spicy mango into your sauce. I do it. Marinade or rub for a new flavor kick that's hot and intense. El Diablo featuring six bold flavors. The uh, taste great, hot as hell. Try mango for island heat on your meat. Add a kick of Southwest with roasted chipotle. For blazing layers of flavor, try Steakhouse for a zing of Worcestershire and tangy tomato. Make an ordinary dog an instant chili dog with El Diablo's Texas chili. Try jalapeno on some hot bacon or a burger for real jalapeno puree and mustard zing. Or try habanero for a flavor inferno for you daring types that demand all heat all day long. So get grilling, add some heat to your meat. Connect with El Diablo on the Twitters or the Facebooks for recipes, tips, and giveaways. Bold flavors, great taste, hot as hell. Yes. ElDiabloMustard.com. That's ElDiabloMustard.com. Also, major grocers as well. Try one out. You tell me if I'm joking. Some of the best stuff out there right now when it comes to mustard. All right, we're back to wrap the first hour quickly right after this. Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. All right, welcome back. 216-220-0966. Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. Uh, once again, thanks to Steph Franklin for joining me. He is the pitmaster of Simply Marvelous Barbecue Team. I believe he actually took the grand champion this past weekend. Didn't have time to get into that. Got a lot of background about Steph, so I'm sure we'll have him on again soon. Uh, SimplyMarvelousBBQ.com, the website, if you want to check him out and snatch up some of his award-winning rubs. Maybe you need to amp up that game on the backyard of the competition scene. Do it. SimplyMarvelousBBQ.com. All right, well, we're back to start the second hour. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central show right here on the Barbecue Central Networks. From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand my intention? Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Fine, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> you have a great show. I'm a big fan. So what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono, it's all about the Charbono, dude. Succulent fish. What? He ate fifty four wieners. Oh, listen, Laverne, it's shake face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seeds. <laughs> we have top men working right now. All right, just like that, we are into the second hour, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome aboard. This is the Barbecue Central show that you have found. We talk about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling. I did want to mention this. Uh, For the folks that are going to be in the chat room or listening on any type of uh, audio stream device for your smart device or what have you. With a tentative, with a uh, highly attentive ear, tell me if 
the the audio levels are dropping as we're in conversation. I've been listening back to some archives, and I am, uh, needless to say, a little shaken with the fact that uh, something is it seems to be automatically adjusting the volume, almost like a, a knee, a hard knee on the on a compressor type deal. The last few weeks, oh geez, here we go. What about tonight's ringer? Kinger, not ringer. Ringer is what I got uh, Bobby for for feet for softball. Ringer. Special cleats for those that drag their feet and their pitchers and wear their toes out. So if you are listening, please uh, keep a ten, uh, an attentive ear to the uh, volume levels. I'm trying a few different things tonight to see if I might be able to figure. But I, you know, you know me, I'm not very smart. So one of those things. Uh, thanks again to simply marvelous Steph Franklin. Also. Ray Lampy, Dr. Barbecue, for joining me in the second segment. By the way, or in the uh, first hour, if you missed, uh, obviously, Steph Franklin was great on, on his own right. A lot of great information there, a lot of great introduction. Uh, look to have him on again soon. Uh, but Ray Lampy, usually on a uh, uh, monthly segment, first Tuesday of every month, shot out of a cannon tonight talking about the goings-on and the happenings and the emergence over the last four or five years of grill stock barbecue in general in England, uh, the European countries out there. I mean, it's not just England that's out there. Obviously, there's uh, other uh, countries that are represented. But, man, he was really bringing it. Uh, Hold on a second. I don't know what that means. Dad, I'm going to have to call you tomorrow to get the uh, audio update on Uh that. Uh-huh. See, that's the thing, Diane. Everybody doesn't usually focus on the details. So now I'm going to ruin everybody else's second hour of the show and listen to detail. Listen to detail tonight, folks. All right, the uh, 2014 Sam's Club series rolled into Indianapolis, Indiana this past weekend. By the way, aside from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city and aside from the... Uh, uh, uh. Okay, I don't know what that means. Yeah, we're going to have to talk. And aside from Saratoga Springs, New York, Indianapolis, Indiana, I'm going on record as saying one of my favorite cities in the world. I am not a world traveler, by the way. But I love everything about Indianapolis. I love its smallish size. I love the eateries in Indianapolis. I love the fact that the city is tight and you can walk it. All of the main venues that you need to get to, you can walk in short order. I love, love, love Indianapolis, Indiana, one of my favorite places. And yes, you know, I might hit up some touristy places. When I used to get out there regularly a number of years ago, it was Ram Bar downtown. You could get sloppy, crazy out there. Would hit up Shapiro's Diner for uh, or Shapiro's for lunch, uh, cafeteria style food that is absolutely fabulous. And then, of course, one of the premier independently owned steakhouses 
serving probably more famous for the shrimp cocktail than the steak, although I like the tomato juice option at the table. St. Elmo Steakhouse, bring it. Come on. you got to get to Indianapolis and see what's happening downtown. I mean, I love the city. It's uh, love the city. Nothing that I don't like about it. Anyway, I digress. This was a local qualifying event, seeing the top six teams move on to the South Haven Mississippi Regional Final. That will take place on September 6th. And the top six teams moving on are winning Grand Championship Abel Acres Barbecue with a 681. That's right. Reserve Grand Championship goes to 1 2 BBQ. Couple points behind, about three. Uh, then you had Yellow River Barbecue, third place. Fourth place, Monty Pigfon and the Holy Grail. Eh. Fifth place, Smoking in the D. I'm going to guess they might be from Detroit. Maybe. And rounding out the top six, Thunder Hog Barbecue. Now, you will notice that there was a, a fair scoring discrepancy between one and six. 681 takes it and loose change. 667. And high chains takes uh, sixth place. So, you know, about uh, 16, 14, uh, 14 points or so. So pretty big gap in between. No doubt about it. Still to come on the show tonight, Russ Falk from Kalamazoo Grill. Very pumped up to talk to Ross here in a few minutes. Also, we're giving away 40 pounds of pellets from cookingpellets.com in the 1035 segment. So get out your wineries and get out your rehabs and you're going to have crazy funness to win 40 pounds of pellets this evening. And then that will wrap up that promotion as well. Uh, the next Sam's Club event, as I had mentioned in the first hour, is coming up in the state up north, as we call it here in the Buckeye State, Traverse City, Michigan. That will be this Saturday, July 5th which is uh, a fun city. Going to have some good teams in there. The likes of uh, perhaps a QL, the likes perhaps of a Cancer Sucks Chicago, uh, so forth. So it's a pretty big name hitting teams out there looking to move into the uh, regional round of the Sam's Club Barbecue Series. And as always, appreciating the support from Sam's Club as well. Sam's Club uh, can be found at kcbs.com slash Sam's Tour. Believe it or not, there are still local qualifying events right now that have openings. So if you have thought about, maybe you're not somebody that wants to get into the you know, the, the real you know, weekend in, weekend out of, of barbecue, you could literally make a run. If you were able to string together three, just three cooks, of your life, you can go home with thousands of dollars in cash awards from the Sam's Club National Barbecue Tour. I'm not, I'm not even kidding. You can do a local qualifier, cook well. You only have to be in the top six to move on. Then you move on to a regional final. Just got to make the top ten in the regional. And then, boop, you're only up against, uh, you know, 49 other great cooks out there looking for the same thing. Easy to do. You could be winning tens of thousands of dollars, I think, is safe to say. You could be winning tens of thousands of dollars by taking part in the Sam's Club Tour, and you can start now. It's not too late. We're in July 1st, for crying out loud. 
What I was saying back in February, the 2014 is wrapping to a close. Guess what? 2014 rapidly coming to a close. Watch out. Maybe you like to smoke pot a lot. I mean, I don't. I, I'm going to go on record here and say that, you know, aside from maybe a few people here in the chat room, I have never even once, never once, and I want to owe you, never once done weed or pot or ganj or chronic or nothing, never done it, never tried it once. No interest in trying it. What's the old saying? Just try it once, you have no effect. Well, then why bother? That, I cashed out right after that. Forget it. Marijuana breathalyzer invented by former British Columbian Mountie. Look at Canada coming in. Where are you in the World Cup, Canada? A retired British-Canadian Royal Canadian Mounted Police officer has spearheaded a breathalyzer designed to detect marijuana on driver's breath. Right. Cal Malhi was inspired to develop this device after coming across a Swedish study about breath testing technology, according to the uh, Delta Optimist. So look, I know it's Canada, but it's not very far away here from the United States. So if you are in Denver or all those other places where weed is available, you could be seeing weed checkpoints. Uh, also, the other reason that I never uh, tried weed, of course, was that, it, you know, it's illegal. You know, illegal. I tend to not do things that are illegal myself. You might be different. You might not think it's that big of a deal. I think it's illegal. Also, uh, point of note, I don't rape. All right, folks, let me talk to you about the Barbecue Guru. Makers of automatic pit temperature control technology located in Warminster, Pennsylvania. The Barbecue Guru is the creators of this technology. Why would you go anywhere else if you're looking for an automatic pit temperature control device? I don't know. I can't answer. If you're not familiar with how these little beauties work, let me tell you. Imagine a product that allows you to set pit temperatures. And one set keeps it running at that set temperature all the way through the cook. It's not too good to be true. This is real-life technology. It's happening today. You could take advantage of it if you were so inclined. Maybe you're like me, a busy working professional. Maybe, just maybe, you are constantly on the run with kids, doing errands. Quite frankly, you just don't have the time to set around and set pit temperature and keep those pit temperatures where they need to be at feeding fire, adding charcoal, what have you. Barbecue Guru allows you to throw on a pork butt, a brisket, a couple slabs of ribs. You're off to do whatever it is you need to get done. And the Guru maintains the pit temperature you set it at. Currently, a number of different models to choose from. What we're really pushing over the last couple weeks is the newly revamped Party Q. This is a self-contained unit. Runs on AA batteries. It comes with AA batteries. This isn't batteries not included. That's bullcrap. This thing, batteries included for $149. You're going to get the most popular... Uh, vent or damper intake modules, uh, ceramic cookers, bullet style cookers, the, the kettle grill, so forth. And it's going to attach, boom, right to that cooker. You set the pit temperature you want it at, and it's off and running. It's easy to use, looks great, very aesthetically pleasing. You're off and running. 149 bucks. You kidding me? And it includes batteries? I'll take two. 
800-288-GURU. They will out sure, uh, they'll make sure you're outfitted with exactly what you need to get you up and running right out of the box. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to call them. Again, 800-288-GURU. Or visit the website, thebbqguru.com. The Barbecue Guru is a breakthrough in barbecue technology. And we'll be back with Russ Falk from Kalamazoo Grills right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, welcome back. Ramps, fear not, my brother. Your levels are fine. Your dulcet tones are booming in a succulent fashion. From the Polks, via the Bluetooth, and the new palatial environs of La Casa de Dadio. Boom! Oh. Let me tell you something. I've seen Casa del Dadio via pictures. Wow. This is not a castle. This is a palatial estate that John has moved into. Next time we have him on, he's got to have high-def cameras to take us for a tour of Casa del Dadio. I like Casa del Dadio. That's got a unique ring to it, I think. We'll say Casa del Dadio. All right. Uh, joining me now is uh, somebody who I have been hyping up over the last couple of weeks ever since I saw the grill on the uh, worldwide Internet. Uh, trying to remember exactly how I stumbled across it, but... Once I saw it, uh, dare I say, hook, line, and sinker in love and uh, was able to put together an interview with uh, Russ Falk of uh, Kalamazoo Grills. Russ, how are you, bud? I'm doing well. How are you tonight? Doing absolutely fabulous, Russ. Appreciate the time tonight that you're making for the show. Uh, where are we finding you? Are you uh, are you a Michigan person? Uh, are we going to fist fight because I'm a uh, Ohio State Buckeye guy, or where are we at tonight? <laughs> uh, tonight I'm in Chicagoland. I split my time between uh, Elmhurst, just outside of Chicago, and Kalamazoo, Michigan. All right. Uh, Russ Falk joining us here on the show. Uh, Russ, I guess precisely title-wise, uh, how would we find you in a, in a capacity with the company? Um, I'm in charge of design, so vice president of design. I develop our products. Wow! So you are uh, very intimate with with all of the uh, goings on with uh, with all these pieces of equipment. I should know them pretty well. Yes, uh, I would hope so. If you're uh, the guy that's uh, in charge of the design stuff, so uh, Russ, let me give you a little background. So I'm tooling around the internet, and uh, I, I find uh, oh. It, this, so this is how it happens. I actually did an interview with uh, Jim Book over at the Lynx Grills. And uh, we were looking at his new smart technology grill, and he was on the show. We were talking about it. I'm doing some other research on it. And here is this uh, uh, Rich Bayless, and he's talking about this great Kalamazoo grill, aesthetically very pleasing. And all of a sudden, he does something that I have never seen before that made me fall in love with a grill faster than I fell in love with my wife. He goes in the middle of the cooker... And pulls out a drawer, and he's like, hey, you can jam wood down here, or you can throw hardwood lump charcoal, and underneath it is the gas burners, and this is how it starts. You can literally have a gas-burning cooker on the right side, and you can have live fire on the, well, okay, it's all live fire, but you can have charcoal or wood burning on the left side. This is crazy stuff. 
Uh, yeah, the entire grill is able to cook with gas, charcoal, and wood in any combination, so we call it the hybrid fire grill. Uh, it's a very simple system. If you want to just cook with gas, you leave the drawer empty. And if you want to cook with charcoal and wood, you load up that drawer and the burners down below can get the fire started for you very quickly and efficiently. So in regards to design and, and concept and genesis, how does the initial thought come to mind? Like, hey, you know, there, there's really not a grill. I mean, obviously you have a number of grills out there that are solely charcoal driven. I don't know a lot of people that actually use 100% wood in their grills to, to fire it up unless they're doing some type of a pizza deal. Then obviously you have a large range of liquid propane or the natural gas hookup grills, but I've never seen one that really has integrated the option for both or perhaps using them at the same time on one side or the other. Uh, when did you decide that that is a niche that needs to be explored in a high degree? Uh, Kalamazoo Outdoor Gourmet started building those grills back in about 1998 when we were called the Kalamazoo Grill. I cannot take credit for the concept. It predates my time with the company. <laughs> All right. But as far as somebody who obviously likes to cook in, in a grilling world and, uh, and doing all this stuff, you know, when you saw it, did you think that that was something that was obviously pretty unique to the industry, even to this day? Uh, it is. It's still uh, unique. There's nothing else that uh, is able to so seamlessly combine those fuels. All right. Uh, Russ Falk joining me here on the show in charge of design over at uh, Kalamazoo Grills. Uh, the website, by the way, KalamazooGourmet.com. And then uh, just click on grills, and then obviously it will bring up uh, the, the hybrid cooker. As far as design and, and for people that are just listening on the audio side, if you could kind of uh, paint us a picture of how the cooker looks and, and how it works, I guess. Sure. Well, uh, we've gone for a very uh, clean and pleasing aesthetic because we're in a lot of high-end outdoor kitchens. So from an appearance standpoint, uh, they are uh, very sleek stainless steel grills. But from a design standpoint, uh, they're very different from other stainless steel gas grills that you see in that we have an extremely love vertical cookbox. Uh, that vertical cookbox basically centers the heat source within what we refer to as the cookbox which gives you a lot of air down below the burners, down below the charcoal fire. And it's that air that creates a very unique heat dynamic uh, and a grill that's just amazing to cook on, very versatile. Is there any other grill out there on the market? Obviously, I'm sure there's a lot of you know, research and, and competitive research done on the competition. Is there anything else out there right now that is similar to this? Uh, no, there's nothing that uh, there's nothing that I would consider to be close. You know, you talk about, and we're watching a, a video of uh, kind of how it's using it right now, but when you talk about, you know, the, the high-end style of grills or the high-line grills, you know, Lynx comes to mind, obviously, uh, Kalamazoo, a few other ones, um, a Viking would come to mind. Uh, how does this compare to, you know, some of those other models that people would know, and what do you think Kalamazoo brings to the table, just as a, as a company, I guess, uh, compared to some of the other competition? Um, well, we are, uh, we take a lot of pride in our craftsmanship. Everything is hand built to order. If you uh, look around the website a little bit more, you can see a video behind the scenes of the dedicated team of craftspeople that are forming and welding and finishing these products, assembling them and testing them. Uh, every grill from Kalamazoo is hand built to order. We ship direct to homes all over the world and your grill is signed by the artisans who make it. Um, but you know, we also, really uh focus on the performance and uh i'm confident that a kalamazoo will outcook uh any other gas grill that you're going to be able to find in the marketplace russ falk joining me here on the show kalamazoo gourmet.com is the website if you want to check it out here while we're uh, chatting up a little bit 
Uh, Russ, in regards to you know number of different models of this, is it uh, you know one size and that's it? Do you have uh, different sizes for people that you know might want not might not want to go as expansive as some other folks? How, what's the the range? I guess. We have a total of nine models of the hybrid fire grills. They're available in three sizes. And in simplest terms, those three sizes are a two burner, a three burner, and a four burner model. So at each of those sizes, there's three variations. Our most popular grill is the medium sized built-in grill. That built-in grill weighs more than 450 pounds. These are heavy duty pieces of equipment. Is it the majority built in, or do you have uh, freestanding models if somebody just wants to stick it out on the patio? Uh, there are six freestanding models. Uh, we sell more built-in models, but uh, you know, in terms of model count in the line, there are more freestanding models than built-in right. models. So I have a guy on my show uh, every every second Tuesday of the month, Meathead Goldwyn. You've probably never heard of him. He's kind of a freak. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I know him. <laughs> of course. Uh, so we we did a, a whole segment. Um, last month or the month before about you know people taking advantage of the outdoor space and you know not moving to a bigger house but uh, designating property to become this outdoor living area and obviously Kalamazoo is offering a number of other products that you know aren't necessarily grill related but you know it's the built-ins and stuff like that do you have a specific design team where if I called and said hey I'm putting in a new patio and I want to get a built-in grill and I want this bar and I want a refrigerator and all this other stuff. Is that something that you guys would be able to um, design and install from start to finish? Yeah, we help clients uh, plan their outdoor kitchens on a day-to-day basis. Um, We don't really consider ourselves designers of the space. We're not doing the patio for you. We're not doing the finishes and things like that. But when it comes to outdoor kitchen planning and making sure that we really get that right, uh, we've got a lot of expertise under our belt, and we are ready, willing, and able to help every client lay out their kitchen. Is there a, a popular setup that you see going on over the years, or is it really uh, kind of specific to each and every individual? Um, well, they have been evolving over the years. They're getting a little bit larger and a little bit more sophisticated as the outdoor kitchen trend really expands. Uh, so we're seeing more being done with refrigeration and outdoor freezers, outdoor ice machines and things like that. Um, you know, I would say on average, they are in the neighborhood of 10 to 15 feet long in terms of scale. Uh, and the equipment that's in it is going to vary based on the homeowner. Uh, Russ Falk joining us here on the show uh, from uh, Kalamazoo Grills, KalamazooGourmet.com, the website. You know, when you talk about putting a ice maker outside and a refrigerator outside and, you know, some of these other things that traditionally are either, you know, in a garage because you bought one or you stole one off a tree lawn in somebody's neighborhood and you're going to convert it into a beer keg or whatever the, the hell you're going to do. And you probably have beer kegs, too, available at uh, Kalamazoo. We do. Um, is the how, how are they able to stay outside and, and not get broke? Well, it's, a, it's all about the quality of the equipment. So there are many outdoor refrigerators that I wouldn't necessarily leave outside year-round, uh, but the Kalamazoo's are intended to be there. Uh, everything is very robust. Um, winterizing a Kalamazoo outdoor refrigerator is a simple matter of turning it off, and when spring comes along, you turn it back on. That's about all there is to it. Uh, in regards to maintenance, uh, specifically for the uh, the hybrid grill, what do you guys suggest in a, you know, typically when I'm talking to people and, you know, some people think that there's a, a grilling season. Um, we <laughs> like to do it all year round out here in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland. So we'll get a shovel out. We'll cook when it's 20 below. We'll cook when it's 500 degrees like it is today. 
Um, mm-hmm. But I say, hey, every spring at least, and, and it's obviously going to adjust uh, depending on how often you're cooking it, but, you know, get out and get the burners out and make sure nothing's plugged up and make sure everything's working properly. Uh, what kind of a maintenance routine do you guys suggest on your uh, hybrid cookers? Well, like you, we do recommend an annual cleaning. Uh, it's interesting. We actually find that the more you use your grill, the less maintenance it's going to need as opposed to vice versa. Um, but, you know, the thorough annual cleaning is a matter of, uh, going in with a natural bristle painter's brush and just sweeping out every last bit of ash. Make sure you get that down into the ash bin and clean that out. Um, after every grilling session, we recommend uh, firing up the main burners and letting the grill run for at least 10 minutes. That dries everything out in there, helps keep your grill from being greasy and things like that. Uh, but the annual maintenance is a, just a thorough clean out of all the ash. Uh, it's a good idea to pull out your burners and inspect them, which is relatively easy to do. Um, and just give everything a good once over and a good scrubbing down. Do you have a estimated life expectancy of a, of a Kalamazoo grill? Let's say you're somebody like me, you're going to use it, let's say, you know, three times a week, all year round, no matter what. Uh, we, uh, give it a lifetime warranty and we wow. stand behind that. So we expect it to last you a very long time. Wow. So at least 40 years for me. Thank goodness. <laughs> all right. Great. Um, I would hazard a guess that, you know, stereotypically, uh, somebody that's going to buy this grill is going to be, you know, on the higher end of the income chart. And that typically would lead somebody to believe that, well, they're probably just going to use the gas portion of this and they don't really know what they're doing. Uh, You know, having been around this niche and this consumer portion of the the market, do you find that people that you know, can afford this grill and, and put it in, really know what they're doing with it? Or is it kind of like a, a, a oh, no. The hell. Probably on wireless. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, do, do you find that they really know what they're doing with it? Or do they buy it and, and, and want to really learn about the cooking portion of it? How do you, how do you find them? Um, you know, it does run the gamut, but the, the people who seek out Kalamazoo and choose to make that investment are people who are um, passionate about cooking. Um, we find our customers do really raise their grilling game and are interested in getting better and better at it. Um, and they are definitely using the, uh, the charcoal capabilities of their grills um, more than occasionally. Uh, Russ Falk joining us here on the show uh, talking about the Kalamazoo grill. Do you- is it only available online? Do you guys run through a, uh, a distributor network like a lot of the other grill companies out there in the country? How do you, how do you buy one? Um, we are available in a handful of select um, high-service dealers around the country. Uh, some of those are specialty barbecue shops. Some of them are more like a kitchen and bath uh, kind of appliance store. Um, we also sell a fair amount through design professionals like landscape architects and landscape designers, as well as uh, architects and builders. And we sell, um, you know, the majority direct to the homeowner. Uh, I have a couple people in the instant chat room that are uh, Canadians. Do you uh, get up into the Canadian market as well? Uh, we just officially started uh, working in the Canadian market uh, this year, and it's been uh, very successful so far. We're we're doing some exciting things up there. All right, uh, just in general, because I'm sure there's options that you can add or, or so forth. But uh, you know, a two burner, a three burner, a four burner. What are we looking at in a in a general sense, price point wise? 
Uh, well, we are uh, we are the most expensive grill line on the market. Our grills start at ten thousand five hundred dollars, and they go up to about twenty one thousand dollars. Chump change where I come from, pal. <laughs> sure, I'll take five. All uh, right. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, laying out that amount of cash, uh, the uh, the lifetime warranty is is probably part and parcel. Then. <laughs> uh, absolutely. <laughs> the, I got like 500 questions that are just pumping into my head from that answer. Um, so in regards to uh, other grills, um, are, are there other lines aside from the, the hybrid that you guys offer or looking into? Or, you know, how does that other, you know, live fire cooking portion of uh, Kalamazoo work? Um, we are launching a Argentinian style grill uh, yes. for wood fired cooking. Uh, we're calling it the uh, Kalamazoo Gaucho Grill, and it has a gas starter system, um, but it doesn't offer really gas cooking heat. Uh, the gas starter is there to easily get your wood fire going for you, and then it has um, true to the Argentinian style, or if you're from Southern California, the Santa Maria style, uh, the grill rack that raises and lowers above the fire to control the intensity of the heat for the food. Yeah, I've seen uh, the grillery uh, that has been out for a number of years. Uh, also, there's a guy that has uh, done successfully with a, a Kickstarter program uh, who has also done a, a gaucho a grill too. And now you guys uh, looking into that, is this like a segment that you have seen rapid growth and, and demand in all of a sudden? Um, you know, it's the kind of thing that, that we we want to offer to people because our customers are so enthusiastic about cooking. Uh, it's something that I'm personally excited to be working on and, and bringing to market. Um, I don't expect it to sell like wildfire, but I think it's going to be, an, uh, no pun intended, I think it's going to be a product that a lot of our customers are going to really enjoy having. Is that something that's going to be freestanding, or is that also something that uh, can be built in, if you will. It will be available in built-in and freestanding variations. What do you think the the benefit or the uh, the the value of that style grill? I mean, you can. I mean, if you got the money, you obviously you get both for sure. Um, but if you're debating between you know the hybrid cooker or uh, the gaucho style grill, how would you determine which customer is better suited for one or the other? Um, you know, I think that uh, I think that the gaucho type of grill is um, is great to have as a second grill. It's a very rare customer that I would recommend it instead of the the more traditional hybrid grill, um, just because our more traditional grills offer um, added versatility uh, because of just the simple fact that it has the lid. Um, so while there are many people who love to do low and slow barbecue on a rig, like a Santa Maria grill, where they just put it high up above the flame, uh, you know, on a windy day that can be quite challenging, whereas you never have that limitation on a grill with the lid. So I'm looking forward to having both grills in my life. Uh, but if I was recommending <laughs> just one, I would recommend, uh, just the one with a lid. No doubt. Uh, Russ Falk joining me here on the show in charge of design over at uh, Kalamazoo Grills. Again, the website, KalamazooGourmet.com. Check them out. I mean, you're going to fall in love with everything that is on the website, absolutely. And, uh, Russ, certainly appreciate you making time for the show tonight. Uh, love to do it again. Really appreciate it. Oh, we'd be happy to do it again sometime, and maybe I'll be uh, plugged in so we don't lose the video. All right, time, let's huh? do it. No problem. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. There he is. Russ Falk, Kalamazoo Grills. I mean, and I know, I know some of you had to jump over. If you weren't watching the video, uh, maybe you're only available on the audio thing and uh, you were able to punch up on your smart device the website. 
I mean, is it not one of the most succulent grills you have ever heard? By the way, I am keeping track of when you're saying the sound drops. And so far, it only looks like it happened between uh, 1022 and 1027, twice. I'll be honest. I did uh, shat my pants a little bit when he said 10 grand to open. That's a large chunk of change. But look, I have, within this market space, I have always been one to say that you buy the best and you only cry once. So if you're going to dole out 10 or 15 or 20, 25 grand for a grill, which you can do things that you probably can't do normally on any other grill. Yeah, I mean, you buy it for life. You buy it for life. And uh, I did get questions saying, hey, you know, why spend thousands, ten, <clears throat> tens of thousands on a hybrid? Why not just get a gas grill of quality and a, and a wood grill of quality? Always that as well. Maybe, you know, you're, maybe you're freaking rich like a mother and you just want that one you know whatever all right uh that was russ falk we're coming back to give away 40 pounds of pellets which you could probably use in that kalamazoo grill it would probably go up very quickly but you know if you win it and you have a kalamazoo grill go ahead get down on it chances let's ask this question right now i'm stopping the music Chances right now weigh in on the instant chat room because, you know, I know you people won't lie to me at all. Chances of me finagling a Kalamazoo grill for <clears throat> trial. You tell me. All right, folks, let me talk to you about the official jeweler of the Barbecue Central show, Stephen DeFranco. You want to watch, you want diamond jewelry artisan wood bowls not pot bracelets anklets camille bracelets stud diamond earrings you name it we finally know somebody we finally know somebody that is in the jewelry business that isn't going to take advantage of you that isn't going to try and oversell you so they can make their commission check bigger it's Stephen DeFranco, his website, stephendefranco.com. Again, that's stephendefranco.com, or you tell him toll-free, 440-943-2700. That's 440-943-2700. When somebody answers the phone, if it's not Steve, say, hey, I want to talk to Steve. He'll come on, tell him you're a barbecue brother or sister. You listen to the show all the time that I tell you to call in. And he's going to give you a super deal, one that you wouldn't normally see on the website. When you see the low prices on the website, don't be fooled. A lot of those times, the manufacturer won't allow him to actually give you the real sale price. It's all going to ship to you for free. You're going to get a lot of warranty. You're going to get a lot of great customer service. And you're not going to get freaking taken. Don't go to the damn big box stores in the mall where some cheese ball in a bad suit is going to try and talk you up and squeeze you for cash. He's not interested in that. Wants you to make the right decision each and every time you go back to him. That's why he wants to earn your business for life and then maybe you tell your kids about him, whatever. He's the only guy I use, and I use him a lot. 440-943-2700. StephenDeFranco.com. Uh, winery or rehab when we come back. Let's do this.
Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs. And the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. Who would have thought this music thing was going to go this far? I never asked for this. I never asked for this fast living. The women, the whiskey, craziness. There's whiskey in my soul. All right, we're back. 216-220-0966. Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com. Matt Sturgeon's uh, weighing in. Hey, spend some of that fuck you money. Yeah. I don't got this. I don't got it. I want F you money like crazy. I want F you money. Here we go. Winery or rehab. You call in 216-220-0966. Let me, uh, let me get the song up here. That way we're ready to go. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. We're going to play a winery or rehab. You want me to give you a Kalamazoo grill, but that's not going to happen tonight. No. I'm not going to give you a Kalamazoo grill tonight. You're going to have to take 40 pounds of pellets instead of a $50,000 Kalamazoo grill. Yeah, baby. But it's better than a sharp stick in the eye. Oh, yeah. All right. We're going to play winery or rehab, ladies and gentlemen. Let me uh, get my list up to date here we got the first caller on the line 40 pounds of pellets uh, courtesy of cookingpellets.com alright let's do this thing let's go to uh, area code 864 name and where you're calling from Kevin from Greer, South Carolina you said Kevin with a K yes Kevin how are you alright ready to play Kevin yes all right, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to give you a name. You're going to tell me if it's a winery or a rehab. You get two out of three right. You win 40 pounds of pellets from cookingpellets.com. You have a pellet-driven cooker, Kevin? Yeah. All right. Um, you have to give me the answer within five seconds after I give you the name. Otherwise, I'm going to hang up on you and make fun of you unmercifully. Can you do it? Okay. Are you excited? Yeah. I know I am. All right, here we go, Kevin. First name. Hope. And Grace, winery or rehab? That is a rehab. Oh, no! Sorry, Kevin. Took you. By the way, I hate to do this, but I got to give props. That was John Dawson's. Hope and Grace is a winery. Yes, that's right. Hope and Grace. Uh, by the way, this portion of the show brought to you by cookingpellets.com, obviously. Quality wood pellets, 100% wood for your pellet-driven cookers. And uh, you can buy them at wood uh, cookingpellets.com. Cooking, like C-O-O-K-I-N, cookingpellets.com. Uh, 216-220-0966. Greg at the BBQ, centralshow.com. You can win 40 pounds of pellets. You go ahead and uh, call in. We'll get you all set up. 
It's a very simple game. Everybody loves playing it. Don't lie like I know you want to. 216-220-0966 if you have a pellet-driven cooker. Or maybe you uh, don't have a pellet-driven cooker. Maybe you just have a gas grill or a Weber Smoky Mountain. You can put those pellets in like a tinfoil pouch and throw them right onto the charcoal. You're all set to go. It's just that easy. All right, area code 317, naming where you're calling from. Uh, Brian Mayo from Canby, Indiana. Hey, Brian. How are you tonight, buddy? Good. All right, Brian, you ready to play winery or rehab? Sure. Yeah. Right. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to give you a name. You tell me if it's a winery or rehab. Every time I give you a name, you got to give me the answer within five seconds. You do it right two out of three times. You get a 40-pound pellet awesomeness from cookingpellet.com. Are you ready? I am ready. Brian, are you excited? I am stoked. I know I am. All right, here we go. First name. Raise the bottom. Winery or rehab? Raise the bottom. Raise the bottom. Uh, winery. No. Oh, no! We suck again! Raise the bottom is a rehab. This is going to be a tough one, I think. It might be so tough, I'm going to have to reset Milt Buckner. Brian, was that you? No, he said he was from Indiana. You're from Canada. All right, no winner yet. We're looking for a winner. 216-220-0966. If you want to email about the goings-on tonight, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. All right, Barbecue Central Show, name and where you're calling from. Laura from Clear, South Carolina. Laura, how are you tonight? Good, thanks. Good. Here we go. We're going to play winery or rehab for your chance to win uh, 40 pounds of pellets. That's what you're calling about, right? Yeah. All right. You never know with women calling. They might just want my phone number. Nevertheless, uh, 40 pounds of pellets it is. Uh, your first name tonight, Laura, is uh, The Cottage. Winery or rehab? Uh, winery. No. Oh, no. <laughs> we suck again. No, sir. The cottage is a rehab. Wow. Everybody's wrong here. Barbecue food is wrong. Sylvie Curry is wrong. Uh, On the last one, Sylvie was wrong. But on the last one, barbecue food for you was right. This is great stuff. I love this. This, I love this game. You just got to get in and get in, take part of this game. David Bosca, you should be calling in. You need pellets. You cook on two FEC 100s. You too good for my pellets? All right, uh, Barbecue Central Show, name and where you're calling from. Evan from Greer, Texas. All right. Uh, we're going to play winery or rehab for 40 pounds of pellets. And uh, first name tonight, Terra Navita. Terra Navita, winery or rehab? Um, winery. That's right. It is a winery. Terra Navita Winery. All right. Next one could get you 40 pounds of pellets. Are you excited? Yes. I know I am. Parma Ridge. Winery or rehab? Parma Ridge. Okay. Parma Ridge? Parma Ridge. Yes. Winery. 
They're damn right it is. Parma Ridge yeah. is a winery. Uh, you said your name was what? Kevin Bird. Uh, Kevin Bird. All right. Longtime Central Lake. Kevin, great to have you on tonight. Thank you. Uh, you win tonight, Kevin. So uh, all you have to do is uh, send me your shipping info. Uh, send me an email, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. And I will get you 40 pounds of pellets from cookingpellets.com, all right? All right. Thanks. All right. There he is, Kevin Bird. Look at you winning, you bastard. All right. Now I'm going to uh, do karaoke for the rest of the segment. Hey, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's go back and look and see. On the very last question, everybody said it was a rehab. Barbecue food for you and Brandon Evans. No. Sorry. <laughs> it's funny. Barbecue food for you is like, oh, I love this game. I'm the worst at this game. He's not kidding. I don't think you got one right, did you? Not even one. Oh. John Dawson is emailing in about the name. I'm not even reading that. You you got one right. If you get one right, you might as well got zero right. That gets you not 40 pounds of pellets. All right. That game's over. 40 pounds of pellets. Cookingpellets.com. Let me... Uh, fade the awesome music out all right so uh congratulations to kevin bird from uh i think he said north carolina or whatever uh last week just to refresh your memory the basic barbecue team won 80 pounds of pellets so for you math majors that was double the amount uh, but this week, because it's uh reserve grand champion you get 40 pounds of pellets again cookingpellets.com Thanks to Chris Becker for A, supporting the show, and B, for giving away. Uh, no, uh, note, please make note of this. If you are a, a partner of the show or you're somebody that is looking to give away something and you want to do a segment like this, uh, just get in touch with me. I'm more than happy to, to put together a game. You have your choice. You can do winery or rehab. You can do... Uh, one of the other games I do, oh, a porn star or athlete. Everybody loves that one. Uh, we also do cheese or font, where it's a cheese or we do, uh, or it's a font. Like Limburger or Comic Sans, cheese or font, right? It's perfect. Right, uh, we'll do more of those here. As the the other thing that I want to mention is, uh, you know, typically when I ask, you know, what would you, you know, what would you like to hear on the show? I get a lot of email on, man, you, you, you oh, this hurts my heart. It really does. You used to do those barbecue roundtable shows. Those were my favorite ever. Guess what? A barbecue central show exclusive news update. Uh, reporting live from the Cleveland, Ohio, Barbecue Central Show breaking news desk. Greg Reppy here. We will be putting together in the month of July barbecue round tables. That's right. Not kidding. We're going to do it. Finally, it will be back. <laughs> Dave Bosca coming in with a great game. 
muscle name? Is it beef, pork, lamb, or goat? <laughs> goat? Do people eat goats? Is that a barbecued kid? I vaguely remember the very first interview I did with Carolyn Wells, who was uh, one of the co-founders of the Kansas City Barbecue Society. You know, back when the KCBS would do interviews on the show. And she said that one of the first things that she ever had at a barbecue, like when she was when she was younger, was barbecued kid. That was the the first thing that she was introduced to. And no, I'm not talking about, you know, like a like child, like a goat, right? Is that a goat or is that a lamb? Lambs are lambs and barbecued kid. A kid is a goat. I don't know. What about horse? What about horse? Go back to the archives and listen to the extremely in-depth conversation that I had with one David Bosca about horse. And how really everywhere, like... <laughs> <laughs> Much like soccer is all the rage everywhere but America, a uh, horse kind of all the rage everywhere but America. France, England, Italy, all horse menu friendly restaurants and and so I mean, you can get it. I mean I've seen it. Go to kid. All right, yeah. That's what I thought. Uh congratulations to Kevin Bird again for uh, winning the 40 pounds of pellets at uh, cookingpellets.com. All right, I got to check out my stats here real quick just to see where we're at. Once again, if you are getting dips in audio level, please shoot me an email or, or something. Um, second to the show on June 10th, we are at highest ratings of the month tonight. Wow. Steph... Franklin, Ray Lampy, Russ Falk, all from different walks of the industry, bringing it strong and bringing in the audience for crying out loud. I'm very, uh, very excited to see that. All right, uh, let's go ahead and do uh, one last read here for the show. We'll wrap it up here. Call it a call it a show, if you will. But for some reason, the lighting seems better on my face. Today. Maybe my tan has gotten a little more overall better you know what I'm going to talk to you about tonight somebody that I love to talk barbecue with grilling with the competition cooking with takes on the beef pork and kid industry Dave Boskin butcher barbecue folks look there's no easier way to increase the level of your barbecue or grilling game you know whether you're just a backyard goof like me or whether you're out there competing in earnest on the competition barbecue circuit you head on over to butcherbbq.com to order winners of houston livestock barbecue contests have used butcher's barbecue teams of the year in kcbs uh, the fba ibca they all use butcher barbecue products dave bosk himself uses butcher barbecue products no surprise there we all know this Butcher Barbecue, well-known for the injections. The pork, the beef, the prime injection, of course, Bird Booster, which has been receiving a lot of attention on the Internet in a number of different ways. You can get it all at ButcherBBQ.com. It's not just injections. No, no. Maybe you're up for some rub. Yeah, well, you've hit the mother load here as well. You have rubs that are extremely successful on the competition scene. Also, 
and backyards such as myself. Honey barbecue rub. The other thing that I like about this, you know, some of the other rub manufacturers out there, I don't want to say that they're cheap, but they don't offer you quantity levels. I'm not talking about like an 8-ounce shaker or a 16-ounce shaker. I'm talking about a big-ass shaker or I want a 5-pound bag. Yeah, Dave's got the 5-pound bag option, absolutely. You like his stuff, you want quantity, he's got it for you, no problem. Of course, he's got the sweet barbecue sauce as well. You know, when it comes to sauce, I'm as picky as it gets, and if I'm not going to make my own, I buy. I have Dave's sauce on hand. It's right over there in the uh, entertainment center of barbecue, as I call it. All the sauces and the rubs that I love to use all the time, it's right over there. got a probably now a one pound of a five-pound bag left of the honey barbecue rub. And it's not just good on the pork. Uh, or on the ribs or anything like that. I mean, you can use it in a number of different ways. You know, when I use Dave's Honey Barbecue, or, yeah, when I use Dave's Honey Rub on my meat, ribs or pork butt or whatever it is that I'm making, and I'm making my own barbecue sauce, um, I do a fair amount of Dave's Rub in the sauce because, you know, you're keeping those flavor profiles together. I listen when I'm doing the show. I know what I'm talking about. Keep those flavor profiles together. ButcherBBQ.com. That's Butcher bbq.com always trust your butcher we'll be back to wrap this bad boy up right after this stick around we'll be right back get in the smoke call 877-448-0433 to get on the air now here's your host greg rampy all right, welcome back. 216-220-0966. Greg at the BBQ Central Show. <laughs> Butcher on his meat. That's what he said. I said that? I'm not going to deny it. I mean, if I said it, I said it. I'll own it. I'm secure. I'm a man over here. Well, if you missed anything on the show tonight, make sure that if you join us late, get the podcast. That'll be up uh, just before midnight tonight. You can get the audio until the video is ready, thebbqcentralshow.com. All right, Dave, let's do it. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about doing some type of a giveaway or whatever. Uh, email me. I'll give you a shout or just give me a call and uh, we'll hook it up. It'll be great. Everybody will be calling in to try and win Dave Bosca's products because they're does quite simply phenomenal. All right, let's wrap it up. Uh, all the way back in the first hour, some guy by the name of Ray Lampy extolling the virtues of European barbecue in the Englands. We also talked about uh, his time on the talk. Next month, we're going to get into uh, American Grilled. Looking forward to that. Uh, then we talked with Steph Franklin from Simply Marvelous. Get some of his rubs, simplymarvelousbbq.com or over at Big Papa Smokers. We talked with Russ Falk from Kalamazoo Grills, kalamazoogourmet.com. Check it out. See all the great stuff. Have bags of cash, but, you know, if I had it, I would spend, if I had the cash, I would buy it. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt about it. I love it. Fell in love with it right from Jump Street. So, you know, as I said before, buy the best, only cry once. Buy that, you got it for life. Lifetime warranty. There you go. 
And then uh, congratulations to Kevin Bird for winning 40 pounds of pellets. Thanks again to Chris Becker from cookingpellets.com for the giveaway. And uh, looks like we'll be lining one up here with Dave Bosco from Butcher Barbecue as well here shortly. A couple different things here before we go. The raw cast iron talk, as I do each and every week, hit it with a grill brush as it cools down, a little pan, a little Crisco, let it burn back in. You know, take the time to re-season it each and every time, especially if you don't have the stuff that's already pre-seasoned. Just that little bit of maintenance give you generations of rust-free service. We got a big event coming up on uh, Friday, July 4th. Happy birthday, United States. Love you. Love you. Continued happy Canada Day to the Canadians out there, which I believe is like our 4th of July or whatever. And uh, everybody be cool over the weekend. Uh, Point of note, maybe, maybe I might be out of town next Tuesday, which rarely happens, but University of Auburn is calling for contracts and we might have to get out there and the flight back might not be uh, time agreeable with the show. So uh, keep up with that. Uh, hit the Facebook page, hit the Twitter, follow me on Twitter at BBQ Central Show or uh, hit me up on the Facebook. Uh, keep in contact with me. I'll let you know how the show develops here in a week from now. But until then, September 11th, 2001, I will never forget. Happy 4th, everybody. This is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now.